You care only about your friends, not me. Why did you give her the bigger piece of chocolate? Your number is always busy. Who are you talking to? I don't think he deserved that promotion. What is common in these familiar complaints? Listen on to learn more. This is Mind Your Mornings with Anna Chandy, a fortnightly podcast that takes you on the journey to a brave new you. This is Mind Your Mornings with Anna Chandy, a fortnightly podcast that takes you on the journey to a brave new you. To know more about Anna's practice, you can log on to www. dot anachandi dot com. That's w w w dot a n n a c h a n d y dot com. Hi, and welcome to Mind Your Mornings. I am Anna Chandi, your host. For this podcast, over the last twenty-seven years, I have interacted with more than a thousand people, both individuals and families. And through this podcast, I want to bring to you what I have learned about life and its nuances through the experiences of people I have worked with. Of weeks ago, one of my regular clients, Ria, approached me. I could tell something was bothering her. During our session, she spoke about her relationship with her sister. It was leaving her in a constant state of stress. As we dug deeper, she told me. My sister always complains that nobody loves her. Now, Ria comes from a hardworking middle-class family. In the family, the parents don't get along. She is in her mid-thirties and has spent the better part of her adulthood in therapy. But Ria's sister refuses to see. A therapist. So Ria brought this up with me. Growing up, Ria was the mediator between the parents. She soon learned to handle the differences between her parents and solve their fights. Ria was soon appointed with the mature tag at a very young age. Meanwhile, Ria's sister. Spent much of her time with her mother, and grew up struggling to cope with her parents' differences. So when things were too much for her to handle, she resorted to seeking love and attention by demanding it. Nobody loves me became her mantra. Her resentment only increased 
as she was the love that she craved for being easily showered on Rhea. Now there is a lot going on in this family. But there is one dimension which is likely to be ignored in the parents' games. This jealousy that Rhea's sister harbors, which over time has grown into resentment and now toxicity. There are two dynamics of play here and they are entwined. Envy and jealousy. Envy is a dynamic purely between two people. So Rhea's sister envies her for her maturity and her ability to handle situations. But she is also jealous. Jealous of the attention and recognition that Rhea gets from her parents because of her maturity. Jealousy is always between three people or more. Simply put, envy is the feeling of wanting what the other person has. Wealth, status, power, looks, or even a vacation. But jealousy is deeper, can be more vicious, and plays out when there is a third party to the relationship. Now, for most of us, the first thought we have when we hear of jealousy is repulsion. Oh, she needs to get over it. She needs to grow up. She isn't looking at the full picture. Jealousy is not exclusive to a few of us. All of us, each one of us, feels jealous at some point or the other. The feeling is universal across genders, age, ethnicities, even animals feel jealous. Unfortunately, we have been taught that it is a bad emotion, something to be ashamed of and hide. Whether it is the modern concept of FOMO or the age-old belief in the evil eye or Nazar Lagna. So let's release this emotion from its dark space. What is jealousy? Well, it's a complex emotion. And we all experience it differently. It can range from suspicion to rage, fear and humiliation. We feel jealous when we perceive a threat to a relationship that we value. Which means that when we experience danger in our relationship from a third person, we tend to feel jealous. In the case of Rhea, her sister was jealous of the threat she posed to her relationship with her parents, especially her mother. No one loves me was her call to help. Her effort to repair the relationship with her mother. Now, of course, the threat can be real or perceived. For example, a wife might be jealous of her husband's 
female colleagues. Or a boy might be jealous of his girlfriend's friends. Again, the fear might be based on something real, previous history of cheating, or it might simply be imagined. We often associate jealousy with romantic relationships. But jealousy can be aroused in any relationships, parents, parent-child, co-workers, or even friendships. Is jealousy healthy? We are conditioned to believe it isn't. But evolutionary psychologists regard it otherwise. According to them, jealousy is a necessary emotion. Of course, it is painful, but in our mind, it is alerting us to something. It could be a signal that a relationship is in potential danger. And it is time for us to rekindle that relationship or preserve ourselves. In short, jealousy helps us preserve important social bonds. Jealousy can be unhealthy when it is destructive or irrational. When jealousy is a regular occurrence or when it is severe to the point of toxicity or violence, it becomes abuse. Behaviors like checking on your partner's phone on the sly, tracking their every movement or, phys or, or physical harm are several signs of jealousy. These actions are unreasonable and even could be dangerous. There may be a sign of an underlying mental health condition sometimes if it's very intense. But let's look at some of the milder signs, signs which often go unnoticed as jealousy. Anger is the most common. It often stems from jealousy or envy. This could build up into resentment. For example, if a partner continues to spend time with someone else over you, or it could show up in the workplace when someone else gets praise from the boss. Difficulty being happy for that person is a sign of being jealous. This could also present itself as a dislike for someone. It could be your partner's friend. Or, especially in Indian society, dislike for the daughter-in-law. It could also reflect as a deep sadness when you think about the loved one. As we have seen so far, jealousy can come in many forms. The most obvious one as in relationships, when romantic or platonic. It comes from the fear of being replaced. For example, when your best friend chooses to hang out with another friend, or when a friend praises one child over another, and of course, between romantic partners. The other type of jealousy is related to power and status. This is common in the workplace. 
it isn't so much about being replaced, but about someone else getting the power that you want or felt that you deserved. For example, a co-worker getting a promotion or salary hike. The third kind stems from mental health issues. Abnormal jealousy. It is also called pathological jealousy. This could be because of underlying schizophrenia, anxiety, borderline personality disorder, or narcissistic personality disorder. These tend to result in irrational fears or behaviors that be, could be harmful or abusive. It could lead to obsessive behavior that ultimately harms the relationship. So now we know that you feel jealous is being normal as the next person and that we all feel jealous and that it shows up in various relationships. It could range from being mild jealousy to dangerous behaviors. But what causes jealousy? What are the underlying beliefs we have that activate this feeling? Research shows that jealousy can stem from a low sense of self-esteem, lack of communication between two people, loneliness, and sometimes from differing boundaries between the two people. There are some causes I have seen up close in my practice. The obvious one is sibling rivalry. Rhea and her sister are just one of the many examples of this. At a young age, children feel this deeply in their need for attention and affection from parents. In some families, parents use favoritism as a tool to control members through conflict. Another concern that is relatable to a lot of us is insecurity. Many of us struggle with a sense of low self-esteem. We may feel this with our partner, where we wonder why they chose us in the first place or at work, feeling the need to prove our value again and again and again. Sometimes unstable relationships at work or personally, may cause insecurity, which in turn heightens jealousy. Some people experience jealousy in competition. Especially in unhealthy competition, the risk of losing is very high. Another root cause of jealousy is perfectionism. Here we tend to see the other person as the goal and feel envious of them. If their success affects our success, we can be jealous of them. Some people have issues with trust, which would come from abandonment or attachment issues. These people find it difficult to trust the other as their jealousy often takes over. Now, there are two ways we can deal with our own jealousy. One is to let the steam off through anger, hurt, and abuse. But there is something much more powerful in jealousy. That is, if we can see jealousy for what it is, we can ward it off in the future. Acknowledgement, self-reflection, 
and understanding the root cause of our jealousy are the best tools to heal with jealousy. Envy and jealousy can create a positive movement in your life if you acknowledge it. All we need to do is channel that energy into actually becoming better. So here, I will leave you with a few ways to handle jealousy. First, accept it. Acknowledge it. Do not let it be taboo in your head. It is universal. Normalize jealousy. Second, try and trace the root cause. Not just superficially, but why are you feeling the way you are? Talk about it. The number of issues that can be solved with communication is astounding. Give yourself the permission to talk to someone about your jealousy, a trusted friend. Consider the larger picture without it becoming a blame game in your head. And last, practice gratitude. I cannot stress enough on this. Look for all the small things that you're grateful for. And if it still persists, then talk to a mental health therapist who can help you identify the underlying issue and deal with it better. The next fortnight, I will be talking to you about something that is very, very important to you. And that is, some people know the term, it's called imposter syndrome. Thank you for listening to Mind Your Mornings with me, Anna Chandy. I will see you in a fortnight with imposter syndrome that many of us often feel. You can subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple, iTunes. Look for Mind Your Mornings. This is Mind Your Mornings with Anna Chandy, a fortnightly podcast that takes you on the journey to a brave new 